0: Jimmy, yeah, yeah, Short line. yeah, 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 BC. Uh, naked, Kryptonics. and we are back. I am Eric. He is Paul. We are the Fat Packs, and this is Beckett Radio. What's up, Paul? Saw dude. Man, how you doing this morning, bro? Man, I am good. You good? Good. I'm happy to see you. Yeah, man.
1: It's um, I'm happy to be here. <laughs>
0: happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. Um. I can lie, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> come on now.
0: We can. Uh, I, I can. I can state the obvious and say that it is early, but it really is early. It is really early. But uh, we're here because we want to. This we love this. We love this part about our job, and we do. And um, they don't pay us to do it, so we gotta do it off hours. You gotta do it off hours. So, yeah. so you guys, uh, don't don't tell nobody that. Don't yeah. don't tell. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, sh- but man, we got a we got a fun show for you today. We got last week we did all it was all about through the mail autographs and we had AJ from the Lost Sports Collector or the Lost Collector on. Cool dude, man. Real cool, uh chilling out in his high rise in Manhattan, looking out the window. Yep. But this week it's all about in-person autographs. IPAs. IPAs. Uh sorry hipsters, that's not a beer. No. <laughs> no, not but, today. Uh it's it's still fun. What so what we did is we uh well, we have two guests coming up. Uh Weston who is a Beckett grader, but our own I, our own homegrown Becketer uh, Yeah, our own homegrown. He's an in-house guy. We were looking around for somebody who who had IPA experience, and everybody told us to get with Weston. So we went back there into the depths of the Beckett building. We had to go through some uh, cobwebs and some you know booby traps and things like that to make sure that it, it's well protected back there. Is what I'm trying to say, folks. It's like it's. It's like if President Obama was here, he could in the Dallas area. He could probably stay back there. And,
1: yeah, it's probably like the yeah. yeah it's yeah. a white
0: room, you know. It, we just it just yeah, you, know, you you can't go back there. I had to get special access. I had to had to ask, apply for a security uh, clearance, and everything like that. Thank and, goodness they
1: don't keep the food there. Yeah, we would be we would be skinny, would be skinny, <laughs> skinny packs then. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so anyway, what I was saying, what I'm trying to say is, we went back and we we found Weston. He's going to come on today with us later and uh, talk about some uh, IPAs and then. Uh, later in the show, we're gonna get to one of the one of the best guys that I know for celebrity athletes in in person autographs. Uh, we'll we'll let him speak for himself when 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 that comes up later on. But you know, it's uh, it's pretty cool. He's from he's from Boston, Mass, and uh, he is. He's just a fun guy, man. So I hope you guys are ready for that. His name's David David Ledbury, and uh, he's just the center of everything up in Boston, Mass, on the North End, getting all kinds of celebrity action and autographs up there. But before we get into all that, we got to open to do. So we do. Tell us about new products and pricing. Why don't you give us the new products, man? What's going uh, on?
1: I don't think there's anything hotter right now than Panini Spectra Football. I mean, that stuff is just hot. Uh, dropped this week. Been watching some of the box breaks online and that stuff is just incredible.
0: Is this um, something that you and I should buy into?
1: Um, we don't have that much money. Oh, okay. It's, it's a little, it's a little on the pricey side, but right. man, the hits deliver, man. I've seen some some awesome Dak DAC autos and some Zeke's come out, man, and it's it's hot, man. Um, yeah, it's one of the I think it's one of the better products that Panini does by far and away. You know, they've got great, great patches, great autos, but that just dropped. Um, people are going crazy over it. So definitely check out Panini Spectra Football. Um, Bowman Chrome dropped last week, but it's still for baseball, but it's still like hot, man. You know, people are busting that and uh, still a good one out there. Um, not too much else really going on. I think when Bowman Chrome drops, they usually you know, wait a little bit to, uh, to do a whole lot as far as the other companies. So um, Spectre's out. Um, we'll get into a little bit of the story about a, a product that was recalled that didn't come out. So we'll talk about that in a little while. And um, I just want to give you guys a preview. All right. I'm going to tell you now because it doesn't drop for two weeks. But I want you to save your money. Okay. Panini Flawless Basketball. It's coming out in two weeks. High right?
0: That's real high end, right?
1: $1,700 a box. And I'm, I'm, so I'm giving you two, week, two weeks to, to save up for it, for, for, you know, to get your money together. You get two jewel cards, one patch, and seven autos. Ten cards. Ten cards. $1,700. $1,700. You get a little bit better on a case. A case is two boxes, so you, get, <laughs> you can get a, you can get you get a, a case, case break about, about, discount. Yeah, yeah about 3300 or so on a case. Wow. So, anyway, I'm just giving you a little preview to that. Um, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a great product. I, um, I you, love the flawless. I thing. have to
0: ask you a question. And I hate to put you on the spot, right? Didn't Panini Immaculate Basketball just come out, like maybe yesterday? Did it come out yesterday? Maybe. I, I
1: was I was busy yesterday. I you was, were busy? I was busy yesterday, so I might have missed that
0: one. I, uh, it, I don't want to quote him, but I think I saw... Uh, was that the college one, or is that the... It, you know what? Well, let's look that up. Let's we'll look that up, and we'll get back to you Yeah, we'll get back one. to you on that. Um, Let you know. Um, so, immaculate... and oh, no, I'm sorry. Flawless basketball. $1,700 yes. a box, a, a pack, I guess. Is this the one that comes in the briefcase? Yep. Oh, it comes in a briefcase. You gotta have like the secret security code to get into it.
1: Yeah, it's like going back to find Weston. Oh,
0: okay, all right. Yeah, and all if you right. open it
1: up, you might find Weston. In fact, I'm, pre- <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty
0: sure I'm pretty sure Panini might actually store those back there in the Beck and Grady room. It's possible. <laughs> it's possible. Um, it's possible. Wow. Okay. So I've have you ever have you ever bought a product like that? No. No. Not. No. Not like that. I can't. I don't think I've ever bought a four digit box of cards. If you bought a four digit box of cards what would be the first body part you lost after your wife cut it off <laughs> uh <laughs> i think i'd have to change my drawers first but uh
1: yeah i don't know man she, yeah it'd be the one she doesn't know about because uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure she would go straight for my arms yeah <laughs> that probably. way i could never purchase anything ever again yes gosh man it's a uh, high risk high reward yeah We're high about risk high reward on that it that's really high risk high reward it's that's like a you know, a house payment for some people it, in some states, you yeah, know, or two, yeah, or two. <laughs> that's uh, that's crazy. I, but you know what? The thing is, is it's it'll it's probably going to sell out, right? Absolutely, you know, it's going to sell out because breakers are, are going to get a hold of it. Um, I wonder, I wonder what what kind of breakers are going to be having that. You know, will we'll top shelf breaks have it? Will monster breaks have it? Well, who's going to have it? I want to check right. that out next week. We're going to we're, we're going to talk to some people next week, okay? And we'll have we'll, we'll talk to people this week and we'll, we'll have an update for you next week to see where you can get in on that. And uh, maybe, maybe we'll try to get one of them on or something like that. There you go. That'll work. That'll be fun. That'll so work. um, I <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, yeah.
1: I was just going to say, I was just going to move right into pricing real quick. Yeah. Get that out. Knock that out of the way. We got Origins football is priced. Great product, man. Again, I think that's one of the better looking cards this year. Uh, that's priced. Go check that out. Um, and then you were able to finish up a little bit of uh, Ultimate Hockey mm-hmm. and uh, Opichi Hockey
0: as well, right? Finished up Ultimate Hockey. Uh, total price in the set, just under $25,000. Wow! Just under. Talk about buying cars and yeah, making house payments. No kidding. It was uh, <laughs> it was like, tw- it was t- like twenty nine, f- twenty four ninety one or something like that. Wow! It was it was like right there. So uh, I'm sorry, twenty four thousand nine hundred and forty one. It's uh, it's an it's a nice product. Lots lots of low end hits on there. And the thing is, is I priced it, but there's a lot of cards that didn't get priced because they're so low numbered, like sevens, eights, threes. That kind of stuff, one's one of ones, two of twos, that kind of stuff. You know, we don't price those. So, man, um, imagine what that actually would come to. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it, it was one of the higher end ones. And then, uh, of course, Opichi. That's we. You and I did a box break of that. We did the other day. It was fun. It's it's your set collector set. It's it's. While I said it was 660 cards, wrong, Eric. It's actually 678 cards because there are 18 unannounced cards on the back end of that set that. Because they didn't um, have enough. They, they needed didn't a few have enough. More. Yeah, they needed a few uh, more. They're, they're tough, man. And actually, those so those cards 661 through 678, I added to the checklist yesterday. And just the base cards of those uh-huh. are selling 25, 30 bucks a piece. Did we get any of those in our box we break? We did not. We did not. Okay. <laughs> we did not get any okay. of those in our box break. So that's um that's fun. Just that chase element for a, peach, for a base set like peachy where the base cards are, you know, 45 cents, you know, 40 cents, 56, 60 cents, somewhere in there. To have that twenty-five dollar chase in there, it, in the you know the boxes are seventy bucks. They're not bad. No, not mm. at all. Yeah, not bad. Not at all. But that's a big set to put together. Digging it. Lots of checklists. We you we made a couple <laughs> of comments about the checklist. So but uh, it's
1: refreshing, though, man. You're not getting any checklist. You know, you're not going to buy a, a box of flawless basketball and get a checklist
0: card, right? I mean, the- <laughs> understand, understand. So the way the checklist work is like every, I think it's 150 cards. There's a checklist, and then at towards the end of the set, there's a team checklist. Nice. So every team has a checklist of who's in the who's in the product. Now is there a checklist for the checklist? Might be. Might be. Might be. Right. I, I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's one of those other special cards in there that you don't know about. Or maybe I'm
1: just special. One <laughs> of <or> the other.
0: <laughs> and then uh, of course you had the 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 Canadian signatures, the Cana- Team Canada signatures that are in there, um, the the Opici signatures. Both the, both of those are tough to get. Then you have the manufactured patch cards, which are really cool, but they have some rare mascot cards in there that are like one in 30,000. Wow. So it is, it's crazy. And then the, the signatures um, Ekman Larson, Oliver Ekman Larson, he was, he was the one tier A. Oh, wow. One in 54,000 packs. That's a lot. That's of a big one. That is a lot of. So, packs. but the, the thing is, is somebody's gonna pull that and be like, "Oh, and then throw it up, and, and no one's gonna know what it is." Right. Right. It'll, yeah. Hopefully, it won't go for five bucks. Yeah. But. Hopefully, but <laughs> that's a that's that. So, that we got a loaded show coming up for you. It's um, it's gonna be fun. Our first interview, we're gonna go go back and grab Weston and talk to him, and he's gonna come and break down everything that you need to know about in person autographs, uh, the do's and don'ts, the. The how to do it, where where to be at in the stadium, all that he gets he's going to get into all that. Uh, We're going to set him up nicely for you. But before we do that, we want to mention that this segment was brought to you by Steel City Collectibles. Guys, go check them out. Uh, What what they have going on, all the new products they got up on their website, and they're ready to give them to you for a reasonable price. There you go. So, uh, guys, you go do that, and we'll be right back with Weston. This is Eric Norton, co-host of Beckett Radio, and you're listening to the number one sports collecting podcast in the world, home of the Fat Packs. All right, man, we're back from that quick break. Paul had to go run and do something over at his desk for uh, Brian, so I found a suitable replacement. Cody's jumping on the mic. What's up, Cody? What's up, guys? How are you doing, man?
2: Good, good. You're Happy doing- uh, for, to get this opportunity. So yeah. thanks, Worth, for popping yeah. <laughs> off the mic for a few minutes and if letting me hop in here. He's doing
0: that... Uh, what is it called? The uh, the tops now update and yeah. there's one particular dealer on the marketplace that like really really uses that update. So right, right. <laughs> he had to go over and get that up, done right quick. But uh, we're joined now by Weston Reeves. Is that right? Reeves West, that's right. Weston yes. Reeves. I'm sorry, I, I, I blumbered there. Weston Reeves. He's a uh, he works in our grading department, but he's here because this is a an in person autograph show. We followed it up. Weston, you don't know this. Last week we did a through the mail autograph show. Okay. So, this week we're doing in-person autographs, and I was asking around the office, you know, who do I need to talk to? They all pointed me to you. They they said, you're the man. You know what you're doing. So, before we get into all that, tell us who you are, what you do, and what you collect.
3: Well, uh, I'm Weston Reeves. Um, I am a Beckett grader, like you said. Um, I collect pretty much um, all sports. Um, I think I specialize in probably more football and baseball than anything else, but I do a little bit of basketball, a little bit of, you know, every other sport.
0: Okay. All right. Cool. So, that's is that what you collect card-wise or is that autograph-wise?
3: Card-wise is pretty much strictly football.
0: Strictly football. Yeah. Okay. Where did you grow up, Weston?
3: Uh, Well, kind of a little bit of everywhere. I've okay. been, been to Texas, West Virginia, Georgia, back to Texas. All um, right. But for the most part, Texas. So you do you
0: have alliances to the Cowboys and oh yeah, everything
3: yeah. Cowboys, uh, anything DFW sports related, I'm there.
2: Okay, all right, that's cool. So uh, how long have you been doing in person autographs? Is it something that uh, it has kind of just came up recently, or have you been doing it for several years?
3: Um, for about three years now, give or take three years. Um, I think that uh, most people think someone that's hopped in just three years ago doesn't quite know as much. I, I think I've got it down pretty good.
0: That's right. what I've heard. That's it's you're you're like the guy. There's there's three of you guys back there. You and Brad and uh Eddie, right? And Eddie, yeah. Yeah, you guys all all have some area of specialties. Uh Brad and Eddie graph a lot at the Texas Rough Riders, right? That's right, yeah. Or the, is it the Frisco Rough Riders? Frisco Rough Rider? Frisco, Frisco, Riders? Yeah. yeah. So that's a lot of uh, minor league baseball, which is cool. There's nothing wrong with that. But uh, we wanted to talk to the guy who, who gets down and, and, and does some <laughs> does some of the bigger guys. So um, before we get into those players and wh- what you're doing, let's talk about first what you need to be prepared. What the, like when you go wherever, or if you go down to AT&T Stadium, what do you need to be prepared down there?
3: I think, um, well, like you said, AT&T. Um, I bring a backpack of things. Okay. Um, I make sure that I've got all my markers. Um, I like to stick to Sharpies paint pens okay um of course if you if, if you're going for the bigger name guys um and you've you've got the money to do it um you'll go in there with your jerseys you'll mm-hmm. go in there with your 8x10s 11x14 pictures okay um things like that uh, backpack just, stuff huh back yes
0: now are you going are are you going down to the stadium or are you going to hotels where players are staying
3: um i Try not to do hotels or airports like some guys do. Um, I like to to get them in t- coming into the stadium okay. or inside the stadium for the most part. Um, if I have to, uh, if it's a guy that I'm I'm really seeking, um, I I will go down to the hotel um, and and try to get him outside there. So,
0: okay. So when you're in that situation, why don't you ask them, Cody? You probably word this a little bit better. Well, um,
2: so. So I have a little bit of experience in this too. Uh, I did in-person autographs basically junior year of high school up through like my first couple years of college. So I kind of know that when you – it's easier in some situations than others. So like at AT AT&T Stadium, um, at at the ballpark in Arlington, there's a tunnel that leads up where players can stop. Right. Um, What is kind of the difference for our listeners that may not know, the difference between getting a player like outside of a stadium uh, as compared to out in public or outside a hotel or somewhere where they're doing uh, just kind of their regular everyday life?
3: Well, I think that um, the difference uh, for the most part is is them being comfortable in that situation. Okay. Um, I feel that um, they are more prepared for people to come up to them and ask them, you know, right before the game, um, in the stadium, outside of the stadium, at the tunnel or whatever. Approaching them outside, uh, it, gets, it gets a little more personable. Mm-hmm. Um, so... You have to kind of be a little more cautious um, they could be with their family they could just be in a good or bad mood you know it it all just depends on you know just being being cautious being aware of their their personal space yeah there's per- that
0: that leads me into the next question was which is the what is the best way to approach a approach a signer so basically it's a respect thing you're saying right yeah okay so as long as you're respecting them respecting their space i hear that a lot like if you see a celebrity out you know eating dinner and they're clearly in the middle of the meal yeah. you don't walk up and, right. and you know oh, da, 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 and you just don't do it let me right. exactly you yeah you don't wash your balls for 10 minutes and then you'll know, ask them for an autograph right. so just give them their space let them have their uh their time with their family and is this true i've heard a lot that like they'll say let me eat and then and then we'll take care of that. Right? Is that all right? You have you experienced that?
3: Um, I, I personally have not. Okay. Um, I I, I kind of know not to uh, sure you know jump in that in that situation. Um, you know, I I think um, outside of that though. You know, if they're not eating, if they're you know walking down the street, if you happen to catch them outside the hotel, you know, outside of maybe the airport. Um, it's, it's easiest to maybe just you know start a casual conversation you know let them know you're a fan you know you enjoy watching them on the field you know um the things that they do off the field whether it be like charities or giving back something like that uh you know kind of mention that to them you make them feel like you know they're they're a good friend of yours sure
0: sure yeah. so
2: uh we've talked a little bit about the positives and and how to approach guys in the correct way. And, and I know from experience, just a lot of uh, majority of guys, I would even say are are really cool about signing. Mm -hmm. Um, As long as you approach it the right way, like Eric was saying, don't like, like bombard them at dinner while they're out with their family. But let's just say ideal situation. You're talking to them out on the street. um, You started up just a casual conversation. How often do you get turned down in those situations or even outside of the stadium? Like what's kind of your success rate?
3: Um, personally, I I'd probably say fifty uh, fifty, if not even better than that. Okay. Um, I think, I think how you start the conversation. As long as you can carry a good conversation and you keep them interested, um, it's fairly easy. I mean, even if they don't sign multiples, just just getting the one and you know having a story, it works it, uh, right. out. Right.
0: Yeah, that story's important.
2: And and I also know and that from a guy that does this regularly, uh, it, you can almost tell like by the player. If you, if you like do the Cowboys, for example, you get the Cowboys a lot, you get the Rangers a lot, probably, uh, that the players kind of have this persona around them or, or already have this public opinion of, yeah, they're going to sign or, yeah, they don't. Right. Um, I know that Michael Young was kind of that guy uh, whenever I was getting autographs that like, rarely signed at the tunnel. Or whatever, so it was just kind of like he came up, and like no one even went down to bother him. Um, But if you caught him at the right time and and weren't disrespectful, you could get him like inside uh, Mm -hmm. or or around the field like that. So, um, are are is there anybody like that now that is kind of just like you know they're not going to sign? You haven't seen them sign in public.
3: I'd say as far as Rangers, uh, probably Odor. Um, He's not a very, I wouldn't say not a very personable guy, but he does not like to sign autographs. It's
0: um it's because he's too busy knocking out Right, <laughs> He just doesn't <laughs> he um just I, keep those fists off, man. Right. <laughs> uh,
3: some other guys, um and as of recently they've they've gotten a little better um, about signing, but probably like you Darvish, let's say like guys on the Mavericks, um I'd probably say like Wesley Matthews, um he's he's kind of not a very big right. autograph signer so. okay. I know
2: I know Dirk signs pretty well are there yeah. guys that just like sign a whole lot like yeah Dirk is great something? Dirk is great yeah
0: so you've given us a whole bunch of do's let's talk about some don'ts what are some don't like give me one or two solid don'ts don't don't do this
3: okay for example let's say you're um, let's say you're getting autographs at the ballpark in Arlington when when you go in there you know, obviously everybody's going in there for autographs early. You wait in line, you, you go down to the, to the baseline. Um, a big don't is, um, push in a big crowded scenario. Sure. I mean, you okay. know, All right. you know, guys are going to come down the line. They may or may not sign down the line. They may not walk down the line. They may stay in a, in a certain spot. And, um, you see too often that, um, you know, adults, kids try to push through, try to get in the front and, and get their autograph. You know, that's that's kind of a given. It's going to happen. Um, but that's something that you kind of want to stay away from because you get everybody else around you mad. You just, at the, at the end of the day, it's not a good result. So right, right. Another thing is do not be unprepared. You know, you sure. you, you want to have all your things out and ready. You don't want to be stumbling around with your items or your pens As the athlete is right there in front of you, you know, hey, are you ready? I want you to be ready. You know, have your ball out, have your pen, your pictures, whatever.
2: And I imagine both those scenarios probably frustrate the athlete Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: Frustrates everyone around you, the athlete. So it's just it's not a good result.
0: So you're bringing up uh, the ballpark. Now, I've had experience. Have you been to a lot of ballparks? uh, no, just nope.
3: um, just in Atlanta and uh, Rangers. Of okay, so
0: I've been to probably twenty ballparks. Okay, and it's the same every ballpark you ever go to. The gates open, everybody rushes down to the to the baseline, and they're and they're lining up. They're 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 searching the s- the stands for foul balls that were hit during batting practice. All that, all a bunch of stuff is going on. And is there is what? How do I word this question? You said don't push, don't you know, be courteous. But th- there's that race, right? Right. So, how, what is the best way to navigate that? Do you have like, say, or right, let's take the ballpark in Arlington or Globe Life, whatever they're calling it now. Uh, <laughs> they had a big old piece of macaroni out there one day. I didn't know what that was. Um, so, uh, say you're you're at you're at Globe Life, and you're running down where? What area do you go to that you know? Do you, is it visitor side? Is it home side? Where are you going? I
3: personally like to do um, the visiting team okay. down the third baseline All right. uh, just because um, it's a little easier probably to get Texas Rangers living, you know, around okay. Arlington. So, of course. Um, you want to get the away teams um, and and go for the bigger guys, of course. Um, so I personally, as soon as the gates open, run down to the third baseline and kind of get the best spot closest to the dugout. Okay. I mean, that's that's just kind of the normal for, for autograph guys who who uh, like to go and get uh, baseball autographs. I've
0: seen this a lot, too, where guys have uh, like flip books of cards with them taped in. Do you do that, or you go... I I,
3: I personally don't do cards. I like to do um, bigger items. Um, Personally, I like to do baseballs. Um, I've got a fairly big baseball collection, so I like to do baseballs, some jerseys, um, some pictures, stuff like that.
2: And I know uh, kind of a big thing, it, it was invented, actually, when I was doing autographs. So this is man, six, seven years ago, but uh, the Sweet Spot Pro. Uh, do, yes. you, do you use one of those, Eric? I'm not sure if you know what this is, but it's basically a cover. Uh, for those that don't know, I'll, back, I'll backtrack a little bit even more. When you get a baseball autograph for our listeners, you want to get a, the, the signature on the Sweet Spot, assuming you're doing a single-person sign ball. You want to get the ball signed on the Sweet Spot. Um, and, and they made this cover now that covers up the entire ball except for the sweet spot. Uh, a lot of athletes that, that think you may be selling their autograph kind of will side-panel you or put sure, it under the sure. Rawlings or whatever. Uh, ha, do you use one of those, and, and have you seen a large rate of success with that? Or
3: um, I I don't personally use it. I know a ton of guys that do use it. Um, but from, from doing it for a little bit, I've come to realize that some of the bigger name players don't specifically like the sweet spot jacket just because it gives that the idea that they are going to in turn sell the baseball right, because right. that's the premium spot on the baseball to get signed. Now, some guys, you know, whether or not you have it on or not on the baseball, some some people flip it up, some people turn the baseball regardless and will sign on the side panel or sign it sign sideways and it just doesn't, it just it's not got, good. Right.
0: I understand. So, man, that's all great information. Now, before we let you get out of here, give us a list of s- some guys that you've gotten that you know you really worked hard for, or, or some guys that you're, you know, that were hard to get, or, or something like that. Oh man, who's uh, your who's your big get?
3: Personally, for me, was Mike Trout. I know that he's a pretty good signer. Okay. Um, he was obviously much better earlier uh, in his career, but he's gotten a little harder. Okay um that's probably my my best obtained autograph
0: that's your best obtained i've never personally had anybody like that big I, i'm a i'm a mariners fan uh i say that in italics <laughs> uh, or quotations rather i but when the mariners were here a couple of seasons ago i was down on the third baseline and i tossed my ball down and like it just went down the line and everybody signed it so it was great oh, wow. yeah. it was uh now it's in my son's room because he was born up there and uh, we we all love the Mariners in, in the household. Now, I'm going to let you get out of here because you got to get back to work. i got to go back to work. Uh, i got to go find my cohort, uh, Paul, and hope that he's done doing what he's doing. So you guys uh, hang tight, and we will be right back with David Ledbury from Boston, Mass.
4: This is Tim Tinsley from Beans Ball Card Blog, and you are listening to Becker Radio.
0: All right, we're back from that quick break, and uh, we went and found... Paul again after uh, Cody came on and saved us for that quick little segment with Weston. Did he really save us though? He, he kind of saved <laughs> okay. us because it was a rush and you had to go, go fix that thing. But I did. It's done. We're, we're, we're good with that. Cody's, Cody's sitting sideline again and we're going to get into a couple of quick stories before we uh, jump on the phone with David. Um, first thing we want to mention is something that you teased in the new products and pricing about a product that was supposed to come out but did not come out. Did not come out. But we know what did come out. What? Did, well, yeah, the, the
1: Panini basketball. The did Panini come out.
0: Immaculate basketball did indeed come out. Uh, mentioned that Mike Fruitman had a case break of that yesterday in his. In his. Uh, oh, okay. You can go check that out on his uh, Facebook page. It was a Facebook Live ca- case break at nice. that. Nice. So. Okay. Uh, Got to love the way he's doing that. But tell us about Topps Triple Threads. What happened, man? They recalled it. Oh, recalled it. Which. I don't know if I've heard of that before. Well, it it did happen <laughs> last year with another product that Tops did. Uh, it was Tops Tribute because the autographs were smudged. Oh, uh, okay. I believe that's that what sense. it was, or some. But they recalled that. But that was
1: that wasn't working here
0: then. So that was I, I wasn't tribute de- all this. That was a debacle because it was already out on the shelves. Oh, wow. this one got recalled three days prior to it being released.
1: Yeah, and all there it looks like all they're stating in the article. Uh, by uh, ryan Cracknow, who got us the article here is uh that it was just a packaging error
0: so i wonder what that means you know what i think it's a sham you think so that could be anything a packaging error could be p- could be anything it could be i mean and i
1: don't know if it's from the they didn't like the way they they put the boxes together or if they were damaging the cards when they were putting them in the boxes i don't know i guess it could be I guess we'll this will, we may never
0: know yeah we may never know on this one it um you know what? I will say this though: with a product like that, with the high end as that, that product is, because it's like what two hundred a box, Yeah, you yeah. know, typically. Yeah, I'd rather them catch it now, absolutely, and then on the other end and and see the big backlash. I think Tops could, at least this way, Tops can can catch this and spin it in a positive light, where collectors are not so. Uh, been out of shape it, on the other end right, you, know, you know what right. I'm saying let them wait a little bit of time yeah. to get a quality product I, I'd, I'd rather and I'm glad that they did catch it and they're going to correct it instead of releasing it all screwed up yes however that may be
1: yeah and well. maybe they'll be able to get some uh, you know maybe gonna eliminate some of the redemptions and stuff as well if they have to wait a little
0: while yeah that, so, you that's know. not a bad that's not a bad track you know, maybe uh, they tra- could do something like that track so. train of thought you know, speaking of redemptions uh oh we don't have the story in front of us but you and I both read it over this last <laughs> week um Again with tops, <laughs> this was just crazy. Uh, a gentleman in the local, the local Dallas Fort Worth area uh, was going through his old baseball cards and found a bazooka game piece from fifty seven or fifty eight. Fifty seven, I think. 50, you said, yeah, yeah 57, 57. 58 tops. And there's there was no expiration date on the on the card, so he went and looked up. What you had to do was you had to guess, you had to predict the final scores of the games. Mm-hmm. And he went back. This is, like, some this is like a back to the, back the future, to the future thing, yeah. right? He went to the sports almanac, found out the scores of the game, sent it in to Topps, and they they honored it. But well, He wrote
1: like a letter with it, right? <laughs> yeah, he wrote a little letter with it. whole thing. thing and, yeah. uh,
0: the, whoever received it at, at Topps found it humorous that he actually did this. And they they hooked him up with all the bazooka things that he was supposed to get, which is kind of cool, uh, a, a, like a little leaguer's baseball glove and yeah. like some kind of bazooka pillow or something like that. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. It's it's crazy, right, that that happened. Now that does bring up um, the whole question of people who redeemed modern cards with tops and still haven't gotten them back. But that's a whole different story that we saw the backlash on, right? Uh, we we'll, we'll, we'll try to spend the, keep this positive so
1: well no, and you know and, and, and to be fair i've heard stories from from tops panini whoever that uh you know the athletes really drag their feet on these things they really do they really do you know whether it's a a personnel a personality thing or whether it's a family member getting involved somewhere or whether it's just laziness or whatever i mean they really do drag their feet and it really puts these card companies in a in a spot you know because they're they've got these guys under contract hey you're going to sign
0: 100 of these or 10,000 of these or whatever. And what do you do when they don't do it? You know, that's a fair point. And I'll be honest with you. I haven't really given that much thought. But from the company standpoint, and I know that we're going to sound like we're defending Topps and Panini and Upper Deck, what do you do? I mean, how do you, if you you give someone from Upper Deck, let's say Upper Deck, I'm a hockey guy. Right. I just pulled a Yammer Yager autograph redemption. That you did. What if... What if Yager doesn't sign? Now he's a good signer, but what if he doesn't, you know? What do you the, do? Then, then you
1: yeah. really have a worthless piece of paper. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you know, and I guess it's just from from their standpoint. They just they just need to uh, across the board, I think all the companies just need to do a better PR job as far as, you know, either getting replacements or trying to spin it in a different way.
0: Have you know? ever had a card replaced? i have
1: yeah how'd that work out for you it worked out pretty well yeah it worked out pretty well um i've had it done uh through panini now i've never tried anywhere else but you know i was able to get one replaced through panini uh came damaged and i was able to get a, a new one so that worked out well uh, i haven't tried any other, so i can't speak on them um but i'm sure most of the companies have some kind of a policy replacement something yeah you know that'll yeah. that you know you'll be able to, to help you out in those situations maybe that's so. a,
0: a topic we need to explore in the future uh Card replacements and redemptions, just the whole process. We could, and, and maybe we maybe we can find somebody who can talk about that and uh, at at length and in depth. There but uh, let's let's move off of that and get into uh, to AI. Now, we talked about alien this intelligence. Yeah, alien. intelligence. he was alien, man. I tell you that right now. Uh, we talked about this briefly before we came on air, but I wanted Mr. Cracknell. He he posted a. Uh, like a definitive list of ranking Allen's best rookie cards, and I I saw this and I was like, you know, I wonder if Paul wants to talk about this because Paul grew up in the D.C. area. I did, and Allen Iverson was nothing short of a god there, at college basketball and, and we just sports wise, right? Yeah, uh, I was absolutely. told. I was told that he was a better quarterback. In high school, than he was a basketball player.
1: Yeah, that's I've heard that story as well. So
0: um, I looked at this and I was like, "Man, let's give let's give Paul a chance to reminisce about his Washington D.C. area uh, childhood." Let's just go down the list and and hit a few of these. And man, I,
1: I, I was looking at this list, man. I owned most of these.
0: You did? I bet you did. <laughs> I bet you sure did. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the one that I own first, and it's uh, number 16 on the list. Okay. The 1996-97 collector's choice Allen Iverson rookie number 301. All right. Uh, I love the little blurb here. Freshly drafted by the 76ers, this is one of several Allen Iverson rookie cards to come with a posed portrait. It also is, is also one of several of his rookies that carries little value on the secondary market. Surprise, surprise. Upper deck collector's choice carries little value. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's a poor card. It actually has a fair bit of personality it has more to do with the era and the fact that collector's choice was Upper Deck's main entry level product. Now, as I'm uh, I'm going to say on this one, uh-huh. I bought boxes and boxes and boxes of this from uh Walmart and Target, I believe. Okay. I had, like at least 20 boxes of this. I had <laughs> several complete sets. I had this card a 100 times over, I'm sure. Now, were you and, an AI fan? Uh, you know what? I, I can't say that I was, but I can't say that I wasn't. I loved watching okay, him. You know, right. he was Fair he was awesome playing. And I remember this card like it was uh, like it was yesterday. Um, it was it was fun. Now let's go through down the list. And which one which one's standing out to you, man? I'm going through this list, and I
1: think number two really stands out. Um, the EX uh, 2000 version or whatever they called it of uh, Allen Iverson. Those cards were just sharp, man. They had a nice little thickness to them, um, little see through action going on, man. They were just sharp. I don't remember the exact pose. I'm trying to think of it in my head, the exact pose. Um, but I just remember liking those cards.
0: He is coming out of the sky. He is. Uh, I'm looking it up now. Yeah, he, he looks pretty pretty slick on that. Let's read this. 96 97 EX-2000 Basketball has one of the most complex designs and constructions of all time. The layered cards use a variety of materials, starting with a foil border. Inside that is a piece of plastic with a blue sky and clouds. Don't ask why clouds. It just works. That's right, Ryan. It did just work. And it's different. Combine that with a, the then high price tag and only two cards per pack, and it's understandable why this is both one of the most distinct and most valuable Allen Iverson cards rookie. Do you remember a price tag on that?
1: I don't remember a price tag. I remember the, um, the credentials, you know, the parallel to it were just astronomical, even back then. Yeah. And now they carry a huge premium. Sure. Um, they,
0: sh- they sure do.
1: Yeah, it was just a fun card to have. I remember I had a couple of them. Um, and I had some of the Chrome as well, which is number one. Um, but yeah, it was he was fun to collect because he wasn't he wasn't over overpriced. You know, a lot of people back then were still uh, you know still working on getting their shacks and 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 stuff like that. And he wasn't quite as overpriced as as some of them were back then. Oh, so okay. all right, know.
0: that makes sense. Um, guys, go check out the the rest of the list as Paul said. T- 96, 97, tops. Crone, Allen Iverson number one seventy one. That's your number one card. But uh, the the best thing about this list. Uh, One, the pitchers are great. You get to see all these cards. Um, Also, Ryan has has done you the favor of putting Marketplace links in there for you. And uh, speaking of Marketplace... Shoot, now I might have to go spend some money. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to have to go spend some money. Speaking of Marketplace, uh, I want to mention a a giveaway that we're doing right now. All right. It's it's a big one, man. I'm going to probably screw up the names when I say them, but it's Thomas Mueller. Mueller. Mueller or Mueller? Uh, he's a german if he's a you're german a football sp- <laughs> fan you know who we're yeah, talking about yeah. he's, he's a german uh, football player and mario goats g-o-t-z-e i think that's about right um so we're giving away on gleam right now a number 25 of 25 dual autograph from tops champions champions league mm-hmm. um of the of the of the, the two players mentioned <laughs> and um it's it's got a it's got a nice premium on it. It's it's probably a hundred and fifty to 200 two hundred dollar card. has yeah, a tough pull, man. One yeah, it, it's one a real, in a bazillion pack Exactly. Yeah. Um, with the UEFA qualifiers going on right now, we Brian gave us that card and said, Hey, throw this up and see what we can do with it. Um, I want to mention that there are there are different levels of entries there. You can get in on the simple ones, which is fine. But if you're gonna go check out this Allen Iverson piece and you link onto the marketplace Pick you up $10 worth of cards, $25 worth of cards, and go ahead and enter your invoice number so I can give you extra entries. Man, that sounds like a plan. That's a, that's a good card to get, man. That sounds like a plan. If you spent 10 bucks and got 25 extra entries... Or fifty or whatever the number is. Whatever the number is, yeah. To get a two hundred dollar card, is is your ten dollars worth the two hundred dollars? I think so. I think
1: so too. I think so. And you know what else is cool about Marketplace? What's that? Is uh, you need to check out Two Brothers.
0: Oh yeah, Two, two Brothers. Brothers,
1: man. If you're gonna spend ten dollars, there you go. Yeah. They're they're busting the chrome. Um, I don't know what else they got going on, man, but they pretty much break a lot of the products. Yeah. They- so, and they do it right, man. That everything's priced right, it's organized, it's together. So go check out Two Brothers on Marketplace. Buy some stuff from them. Enter the contest. It's a win win for everybody.
0: Yeah, go check out Two Bros. and while you're checking out Two Bros, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back with a phone call with David Ledbury from Boston, Mass. It's Boston. a monster pizza, and it's going to be awesome. Yeah, you guys hang tight, we'll be right back.
3: This is Ian McDerry's Beckett Gaming Analyst, and you're listening to Beckett Radio.
0: All right, Paul, we're back from that quick break, and we have um, just – a special guest on the phone Barry, very i don't so. i don't know how to introduce him other than that his name is uh david ledbury from he's from boston mass nice. i hope i don't insult him with the with the accent here but he does have a heavy accent david is he works in the restaurant business which we, we mentioned last week apparently every star known to man goes to so he's always around somebody he's and, got a
1: cool job like
0: we do yeah he has a cool job like we do and he's got He's got some do's and don'ts for you for some uh, in-person autographs. But before we get all to that, let's let's let him introduce himself. David, tell us who you are and what you do, bud.
4: Well, I'm in the restaurant business. I went to Penn State for hotel, restaurant, institutional management. I'm just in a hot spot, you know, like I'm in the north end in Boston. So, Boston's not that big. It's very organized a little bit, not like New York. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. we, we My my area is the, the Italian area. Okay, all right. I work, in a, I work in an Italian restaurant. We have five restaurants right in the same corner. So, you know, a lot of stars come in.
0: Awesome. Very cool. You know?
4: So with that,
1: is that what led to you know. your becoming an autograph collector? Because you're around all these people? No,
4: I, I've always been. You know what I mean? It's a thrill. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I grew up in Boston, so, you know, like, there's always somebody winning a championship, <laughs> oh, <No>, that's true. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? If it isn't the Bruins, it's the Celtics. I mean, I'm waiting for the revolution to make it, because I always see those guys.
0: Oh, that's true. That's a good point. So, that's a good point. So how long have <laughs> you, you know? been collecting autographs then, David? How Like like maybe 10, 15 years? Or? Yeah, my whole life. Okay.
4: You know what I mean? Because I always, I always cross the boundaries. I love it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Even as a kid, you know?
0: Understand. So, Understand. I that's good. always
4: make it happen, you know?
0: Yes, sir. So... So. What do you need to be prepared in these, when, you, when you run into these celebrities and athletes? What do you need to have to be prepared? Well,
4: what I do is, is I know I'm going to meet somebody you see. I, I meet maybe one or two famous people, even if they're a politician or an actor or a thing. So I bring stuff. Usually I'll, I'll go and have baseballs on me. Believe it or not, I bring baseballs. I bring a mini helmet. I bring pucks now because I know I'm going to run into one of these guys. And I might as well be prepared. You know what I mean. S- always s- use a pen on a baseball because the mock is they they don't they don't hold over time they 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 fade you know so always if you have a baseball have them sign it with a pen a nice pen you know yes sir that's that's something I learned oh, very good cool you know.
1: So why don't, can you tell uh-huh. us, like, the best way, like, you meet all these people, like, how, what's the best way to approach somebody? You know, I mean, you hear all kinds of horror stories, people running up to them and doing different things. So what, what's kind of your approach to, the, to, to meeting someone and to, uh, to asking them for their autograph?
4: Well, to be honest, I, a lot of them come to me. So a lot of them come into the restaurant, and, you know, I talk to them a lot, you know, I, you know how are you doing, blah, blah, blah. And then I hit them at the end after you befriend them. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. They're not going to say no to you. But I, I, I've lo- I've ran into a lot of people, and I learned my lesson. You know, over time. You know, you can't, especially if they're with their kids. You can't go near them. That that's the last thing. You know.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, they need their privacy. So you and yeah. I, you and I are connected on social media. We've seen, or I've seen a lot of your uh, your encounters. Right. Recently, uh, well, as as early as last night. You had Manny Machado and Mark Trombo in your in your area. Yeah, that was a good one, right? Um, you had Ralph Macchio recently. Yeah. Uh, let's see, who else have I seen you with? Uh, Jimmy Kimmel. G- yeah, Jimmy Kimmel real wow, recently. Very yeah. cool. You're, you're kind of all That's over the, You got Chara you, up there in the Boston area. You got uh, you got Ortiz. Did you get him to sign that base? Let's, let's talk about the base, your experience at Yankee that, Stadium. That,
4: that was pretty good, right?
0: Yeah, let's talk about your experience at Yankee Stadium. What happened there?
4: Well, a guy hooked me up, got me tickets to you know to the front row. And after the second inning, they brought the base over to me, so it was pretty cool, you know. Um, after the second inning, they replaced the bases. Right. So after, so about the fourth, fifth inning, as you you see me live stream, they, the lady brought the base over.
0: Yeah, you were live you on ESPN.
4: Was, exactly. That was pretty cool. I sat right behind home plate. I sat next to the Florida Marlins guy. I got my selfie with him.
0: Yeah, I saw that.
4: You got to know the Florida Marlins guy. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, he's a compensation lawyer.
0: <laughs> oh, is he really?
4: Oh. <laughs> yeah, I got his business card. You know what I mean? It's all about networking, too. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that was excellent. I mean, I didn't get the base signed. I'll be honest with you. I don't pay for autographs. I refuse to go. You know, I don't go to those very, you know, I won't go to those things like by Sprint because they don't sign there. They're all under contract. So I like to get, I don't pay for autographs. And I almost broke down and bought, uh, paid for Dave Ortiz because fanatics, they're like locking everybody up. So, you know what I mean? They're kind of ruining it. <laughs> but like, I'm not going to go pay $300 for Dave Ortiz's autograph when I'll catch him at Taco Bell. <laughs> you know what I
1: mean? That's probably a true story. David Ortiz at Taco it Bell. Is, you
4: know what I mean? I don't pay for autographs. You know what I mean? Because then, and, and none of my stuff is, I'm going to end up spending my money on getting it certified. You know what I mean? So. See, you pay for autographs and then get it certified. You're just getting It's not even worth it. Right,
1: right. Now speaking you know? of certified, so, do you do you keep everything that you get or do you do you sell stuff? I don't.
4: I don't sell anything. Okay. I don't. I don't know eBay. I don't know. I mean, I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, it's just. I like to. I mean, right now I got creative though. Like you said, like I met all these people. So no, what I've been doing is is I'll have a baseball, and I go up to, uh, I'll, I'll go up to them and I'm like. I need you to write something unique. So, like, Jimmy Kimball, you've seen that. He wrote, this ball touched my nuts, yeah. and he signed it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who has that baseball? You know, I mean, I ran into Calipari, the Kentucky. I was like, hey, buddy, I need you to sign this ball, but I want you to be unique. And he told me, well, I never signed HOF. Here you go, buddy. You know what I mean? So, little, you know. And then the karate kid, I just had him. Re- uh, the outsiders was mine, but I didn't think at the time because you got to be quick. Sure. I was like the karate kid. So he wrote Wax On, Wax Off, Danielson. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah, that was awesome.
4: Uh, Which you, is nobody really has that.
0: You had uh, you Bill know? Belichick recently sign a helmet for you as well, right?
4: Correct. But see, now this is. So I went, actually, you know what I mean? I, like, this one I went out of my way for because. So he had. Each. The football teams do a lot of fundraisers. If you want autographs, you just go there. Sure. So Belichick, he's a god. You know what I mean? So. I've never met him since I've been, you know, I've never met him because unless you go to Nantucket on his fishing boat, you'll never see the guy.
0: Okay. You know,
4: so as you know, I'm, I'm an, uh, I did the Trump campaign. Yes. So I was like, you know what? I got a mini helmet signed by Trump. I'm going to get Belichick to sign it too. So, so I brought that and it was, it was sweet too because I didn't realize, I mean, I got Belichick to sign that with Trump. Like who has a mini Patriots helmet with Belichick and Trump? You know?
0: No, oh, you're the only one. Yeah, you're the only person that has that. <laughs>
4: yeah, probably I, I have three of them too. Wow. Wow. You know?
0: Wow. So, so you,
4: I you, just I mean, and then I then I realized I can get his, his autograph, but I hated it that he he wrote it out to Belichick Smart. He's right, what's your name? You know what I mean? That's the worst is when Right. But it, it is what it is. You know what I mean? When they, they say make it out to David. So
0: Understand but. completely. So you brought up eventually Trump.
4: Eventually I'll do something with my stuff. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just riding the wave. Unde- you know?
0: Understood. Let's get into Trump because you brought it up. Um you have I don't know how to describe this. Is it his secured, yeah. your his security detail that you work on when he's in the Northeast or how how does that work? No. No, okay. I
4: got even I got even better. So so back in June when he first ran, I said I said, "Oh, wow." Like He's going to be in New Hampshire. I'm going to go up there, take a picture, get an autograph, and call it a day. Well, what I did is I went up there because New Hampshire is the second state in the primary. Yeah. And uh, so he was coming up every week. And so I went up there with a nice camera, and I actually created my own job. Wow. Because the dude's a rock star. You know sure. what I mean? So yep. everybody wants a picture with him. So I created the job where, you know, when they stand next to him and you, they put their thumbs up. Right. I take those pictures and then I give them out to the people that took the picture with them. Okay. So then next week, Hey, can you come up and do it again next week? And then I was like, you know what? I know I'm going to see this dude. So every week I would go to the bookstore cause he was on every single cover, good or bad. And I'd make him sign stuff. That's where I got creative. I was like, you know what? I'm going to bring mini helmets and then I'm going to bring a Gronk shirt. And then, I'm, you know what I mean? I got crazy. So I got like 35 autographs from Trump.
0: That's amazing. That's and really I cool. I also gave
4: out like fifteen of them too. You know what I mean? Like, because everybody was like, "Oh, I want an autograph." You know, it's pretty cool.
0: That is pretty so cool. I take
4: his pictures when he comes to the Northeast majority of the time. Sweet.
0: That's really that's that's fun. You you don't get that kind you of know? access, you know? To no, not at all. Not to no, not to. Have, and they have the that quantity is kind of cool.
4: United States. <laughs> All right, man. so see, 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 I have all those autographs. I don't know what I'm going to do with them, you know what I mean? but it's, it's, they're pretty unique, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: very, very unique. It so, sounds it like sounds like a good problem to have, you know.
4: Yeah, but the selfie thing is the majority of the time, like I won't even I', I majority I mean I'm, I'm into this now it's like a joke to me because I see so many famous people. I just take selfies with them if, if I feel like I'm not going to get an autograph. You know, so, like, I didn't get M- Manny last night or Trumbo because they were miserable because the Red Sox beat the hell out of them. <laughs> so, so, I was happy with a selfie with them, you know.
0: That's cool, man. All right, so, man. You've gave us a bunch of do's, you know, but before we let you go, why don't you give us some don'ts, some things that you don't do when approaching an athlete or a celebrity.
4: You don't do. Well, let see. I'll tell you what to do. You bring a hot chick with you. You're hot, sick with you. <laughs> <laughs> and you dangle her in front of them, and you'll get signatures. You'll get you know, like my my my. I hate to say it. My wife is my wife's hot. You're wife, so like don't don't you know be don't mean? be hating so on I that. Go out on like a Monday night out to dinner, and I see somebody, they, they're so it's like dangling candy in front of them. You know what I mean? I can... it, But if, if you are by yourself, and you know what I mean, that's the secret. Is they're all men. You know what I mean?
0: Right, right.
4: So they're not going to say no to a girl.
1: Completely understand. You know what I mean. So, well, that is like the don't best don't secret
0: I've ever heard, Paul. I'm gonna you put know you know in I a mean? dress and go get some autographs. That's not gonna help yeah. us, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> you'll get, like,
4: you'll get uh, Billy Joel's autograph. Oh. Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> you know? All
0: right, man, David. <laughs> you know? uh, I want to thank you for your time, man. We gotta get back to work, and I know you got some stuff to do this morning too. So, uh, any before we before we go, I know you're yeah. a big Boston guy. Who's going to win the yep. World Series this year?
4: Do I even have to answer that? Yeah, you got to, you Honestly, I, I'd like to see the, the – I mean, I, I know the Red – I'd like to see the Cubs against the Red Sox.
0: That would be a great series. That would be good. I'd be happy with that. You know what I mean? Right. You uh, know,
4: but I'd like to see – I mean, hopefully one of your Texas teams pull through. Well, you know. the,
0: yeah, I think the Rangers have the best shot. I yeah, think, the Rangers yeah. have the best shot.
1: Astros are fading fast. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
4: usually like a team like that will fall apart, and you'll have San Fran sneak right up or something. It's crazy. Yeah, completely, you know?
0: c- completely crazy.
4: All right, man. Uh, you got to work on your football teams, though.
0: Yeah, the football teams need some work down here. Yeah, they don't. But,
4: they well, don't
1: stay healthy very good, very well.
4: No. Well, you got the you got the Houston Texans. Isn't that the Patriots' self? <laughs> the Patriots South. I, I believe it is.
0: That's a that's a good point. There you go. That's a you good know? point. All right.
4: All right, guys. Well, thank you.
0: No, David. Thank you very much for coming on. Uh, thanks for being with us. Thanks for all these great and tips. I
4: did I'm gonna I'm gonna send you all the Trump autographs to you, and oh. uh, I'll get you Chara by the end of the summer. Oh, yeah, by the end of the summer. By then, soon. All
0: right, man. That I'm sounds playing great.
4: Playing world hockey right now.
0: That yeah. sounds great. All right, guys. All right, man. Keep doing what you do. Thank you, sir.
4: Yeah, right.
0: Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. What's your David? What's your Instagram account? Uh, DML seven one
4: three.
0: At DML seven one three. All right, everybody, go follow David. You can see his uh, escapades out in the nightlife of Boston and all his celebrities. Yeah, exactly. Thank you very much, sir.
4: All right, guys. Thank you.
0: You too. Bye bye. All right, man. We're back from that break and. I don't, I don't know what to say, man. We're I, mean,
1: I, I got to go. I got a plan. Yeah. I need to go. We got to end the show because yeah. I got a plan now. I'm going to go get me some in-person autographs, and I'm, gonna, I'm just doing it. You're just going to do it? I'm excited. You're going
0: to become an in-person autograph. I, uh, I am,
1: and you're going to be having me as a special guest on, okay. on the show. That so sounds. I'm excited.
0: That sounds great. Uh, joining us on the mic uh, right now, we brought Cody back in just because shut up Cody yeah shut up Cody what up What up? Uh, we're not gonna let him talk Texas high school football this week no we're not gonna do it that's nope. perfect we're on a bye, so. <laughs> on a bye. <laughs> wow, imagine that so let's let's get a quick recap of what you guys thought about uh David uh and well and Weston but David <laughs> wow man he was fun yeah dude, he's a good guy man I mean it sounds like he
1: just he knows what he's doing he doesn't annoy people, which I think is the key. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not just like all up in their face. And, you know, he, he tries to become their friend, tries to just get to know them and treat them like a normal human being. Because at the end of the day, these people are normal human beings. And that's what I think they appreciate. I think that's why he has success meeting these people, getting the autographs, and actually, you know, being able to call them a friend and
0: take pictures with them and do that whole thing. That's, that's always fun. What did, what did you think?
2: Well, I, I learned something important. And I think that the key to in-person autographs is working at a restaurant outside of Fenway Park. <laughs> I think that that's the key uh, to all of this is to, to get a restaurant job outside of a, a good location like that. Uh, no, but I enjoyed staying down with Weston too. Um, just to kind of pick his brain a little bit on, on the hobby and, and how he goes about things. It didn't seem like he was an overbearing uh, person either. And I think that that, like Paul was saying, I think that that's where the success comes is when you just treat them like a normal person you don't push you don't crowd you don't shove that was something that Weston touched on uh just treat him like a normal person uh and more times than not they're probably going to hook you up
0: the yeah i think the overwhelming common theme through both of the interviews was respect like Paul mentioned just yeah. just give him their space give him respect and you know be courteous and i think it'll happen uh the other the other thing that uh David touched on that Clearly, I don't know how we how any of us missed this. Um, just get you a hot chick. That's you. Just get you a hot chick. Apparently, that's the key to everything. <laughs> that's get you a hot chick. Dangler out there in front of him because, uh, in David's words, they're all guys. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> so that's gonna work. Uh, David. David's wife is uh, very beautiful. Yes. She. Uh, so I, I can see where that would work for him. That
1: would help him out. But you know, and one thing I just want to go back to, like he was talking about uh, Manny Machado, show sure. and how they just got annihilated that night that he met him. No autographs. No nothing he didn't ask him for anything because he knew he was in a bad mood so he didn't capitalize on that
0: that situation you know he just kind of let him be so which, makes, which I like that a lot about that that makes a lot that situation of se- that makes a lot of sense i my wife is a uh, she's very docile when it comes to to meeting celebrities and things and I've told her for years they're just people they just want to be treated like people and Re- not recently, probably a year and a half ago or so We went and saw Charlie Robinson Down at uh, Billy Bob's Texas Now, I realize that people listening across the nation Won't know who Charlie Robinson is But if you don't, shame on you You should probably learn who Charlie Robinson if is If you, you don't, you're Billy not Bob. from Texas You're right? not from <laughs> Texas Charlie Robinson, I don't know if this still stands true But uh, at one time, he was he was only one of two people To be covered uh, featured on the cover of Texas Monthly uh, Twice the, the first person was Willie Nelson, and the second person was Charlie Robinson. So that's pretty good company, you know, <laughs> if you're hanging out with uh, Willie Nelson there for several different reasons if you're into recreation. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, that's <laughs> pretty high levels right there. So uh, Charlie is a guy that I met, uh, actually, I, I had known about him for years because I, I, I grew up here in Texas and loved his music, but I met him in Baghdad, Iraq, actually. Oh, wow. And then uh, I just walked up to him and talked talk to him like a normal person and that night he pulled me on stage we sang a song together met him again and wow. uh in uh, green texas at green hall if you've never been to green hall if you're ever down in the san antonio new brunswick area go to green hall um paul's looking at us like we're crazy yeah right you know, like right we're now. crazy he's like he has no <laughs> idea what he's, we're talking Not about from texas folks <laughs> met, it, uh, met him again there uh, he remembered me brought me back up on stage we sang another song together and then so we see him my wife and i go to see him uh at Billy Bob's, and she was like, oh, no, we, don't, "We shouldn't say anything." I'm like, "Look, just treat him like a person. He'll he'll say hello and he'll look up and he'll he has a good memory. Evidently, he, maybe he wasn't taking part of those recreational things with Willie. I don't know, but uh, he was. His memory's not very foggy. He, it's not very foggy. It's not it's, it's not a cloudy situation. <laughs> uh, but he, but each time that I've met him, that was the key: be nice he'll sign anything you want him to sign just give him a space and i think that's what we're taking away with these ipas uh sorry hipsters again just it's 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 all about respect and if you can respect people they'll uh they're more than likely to accommodate what you need absolutely so uh go ahead no i agree you agree absolutely. okay right. yep. i'm sorry i cut you off i go. thought i cut you off so let's get into beckett whatevs and uh talk about a couple of stories that were funny to us that we teased last, last week and we didn't get into because uh, yeah. fantasy football in the, in the first week of football took over. Wait, wait,
1: wait. Before we start, uh-huh. Fat Packs Fantasy Football, Yeah. just for everybody out there that's not following us, we actually won our game. Yes, yes, so we I'm did win our game. So excited about that. So we were told that we were not going to win our game, and we won. So and that's we all d- I'm going to say.
0: We did win. Uh, I want to give Sumo some love. Uh, he said that we didn't give him any love on the we, fantasy we football. Yeah, we, we, we did forget it. We did, and I apologize. You got to win, uh, but... You know, let's see what let's see what happens in week two. Maybe we'll give you some love in some second week. Yeah, uh, go. we got we got. Uh, is it Jeff that we have this week? Yeah. Uh, he he sent us some uh, some Twitter action and said that uh, he's gonna be booming this week Whatever. against
1: us. Take your Antonio Brown. <laughs> Wanna be get your own phrase. Get All your right? own phrase. Get your
0: own phrase. He said he's gonna be booming against us. So, but when we get off the radio show here, you and I need to go sit down and look at our roster, set it. And make sure that we're ready to go this week. Yeah, because we're gonna be kabooming, all right. Kabooming, all right. Beckett, whatevs. Let's talk about some rabie, rabie bats and some uh, mountain lions that were here found here, here locally. kitty, 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 kitty. Uh, These were honestly. Obviously, nothing to do with sports at all, but a couple
1: of and We can't make this stuff up.
2: Yeah, but these are good stories. Yeah, so, these if, are good stories. if you don't listen to anything else on the radio, listen to this segment here. We're going to have to plug all of our sponsors <laughs> here because this is going to be the most popular segment on the podcast this oh. week. <laughs> the,
0: the the kitty cat. Let's talk about the kitty cat first. You, us three, were sitting in a, uh, a, a local eatery. We won't mention it because they don't pay us. And we uh, were no. sitting there having our uh, our nice little lunch. And I looked down at my my phone and said, "Mountain lion found at <laughs> spotted near uh, local college." And I looked at it. Turns out, said college was around the corner from where we were at literally
2: like a, <laughs> yeah. a 2 minute drive or less.
0: Yeah, so we
1: it's The only time I've ever seen Eric end his lunch to go hunting. <laughs> yes. Then we went hunting for a lion.
0: <laughs> we sure did. So we went over and uh went searching for this mountain lion, not literally searching but we drove through the campus just to check it out because it was so close. Um Because why not? Yeah. <laughs> because why not? Because, first of all, how does a mountain lion get to Dallas?
4: It took the dart. It
0: took the dart. It took the dart. So uh, we were – they had – it was spotted by the archery range, so we drive by the archery range. Sure enough, it was all yellow taped off. You Couldn't get through there. Um, and, but the thing was – Because that yellow tape stops mountain yeah, lions. Yeah, the yellow tape <laughs> stops mountain lions. The thing was is we saw not one, not two – not three, but four joggers on the trail where the mountain said mountain lion was spotted, and,
2: and one was going into like an underground you know, tunnel like yeah. tunnel area. Where like we had joked about before when we first pulled into <laughs> campus, we're like, if that's where Mount, if there's a mountain lion on this campus, it's in that. It's, tunnel. It's in that
0: tunnel. <laughs> we didn't stay to see if the jogger came out the other side. <laughs> So we cannot confirm yeah. or cannot deny <laughs>
2: if they did reach the other side of the tunnel.
0: But there's a mountain lion, Roman free, in the Dallas area, uh, and it's still Roman free. Apparently, yes, it has not been spotted since. But dun dun dun! Update: It was uh, there was fresh tracks found this Saturday, this past Saturday, right? Yep, uh, coming from the
2: DallasNews.com, which is the Dallas Morning News website. Um, it was first caught on security tape on security camera. There's some video. Brookhaven College is a college that said, has not released the footage. It was first seen August 29th. That was when they first appeared, the tracks first appeared. It has not been seen since then until Saturday, September 10th. And it's the return of the mountain lion. Dun, 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 uh, <laughs> and they found more tracks. Animal Services uh, reporting that they are bigger than a bobcat. So that just gives you some. Uh, indication that's why they're assuming it's a mountain lion uh, or a mountain lion Uh, but again it has not been uh discussed as to how the mountain lion uh came to dallas or how it how it moved here migrated here
0: if you're not familiar with the uh dallas texas terrain There are no said mountains. No mountains in the area. No. There said hills. There's barely a hill. (laughs) I think, I think the only hill around here is where Kennedy was shot. But I just (laughs) I don't I don't know for sure. But that's that's more of a knoll. That's that's really more of a knoll, isn't it? It is a grassy knoll. There's an X there that marks that spot. There is. How how morbid is that? That there's an X in the middle of the street. Where John F. Kennedy got shot. Yeah,
2: and I don't know, have, have you People toured? come to see it oh, all <laughs> <right>, exactly. <laughs> have you toured the, the JFK Museum?
0: I don't know if you No, I, I've driven through that area several right. times, but no, I've never wait, gotten... Wait, out. wait,
1: wait. You live here, and I don't live here. I mean, I've been through it. Here's the thing, man. Every time I go through there, yeah. it's just
0: crowded packed. Oh, oh yeah. No, I, I was going to say, I went, I went on, went on Tuesday. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I went on like a Thursday in the middle of summer, though, and it took us like, no exaggeration, it took us like 45 minutes to an hour to like, Pay, get our tickets, like get the tour started. Um, So it's like a pretty big tourism spot in Dallas. It really is,
0: and they just filmed that uh, TV show there last year with uh, John Franco from uh, Yeah, it was a Stephen Stephen King thing called 1963, where he's a teacher and he goes back in time and has to do something. I don't know, I haven't seen it, but uh, that that happened. Now let's talk about the other thing. Uh, There are the bats. Now Paul brought this to our attention. I saw the story, but Paul came running to my desk one morning and was like did you see this and
2: and just to kind of like prelude into this this may outdo the mountain lion story i I
0: think so because i think there's where the mountain lion is stealthy and doesn't want to be caught
2: right and it's only been seen once in like the last like 30 days or something exactly
0: this there's a more direct threat here because i'll tell you why kids are nosy That's right. (laughs) They They they, are. They go poking their heads into things they shouldn't be poking their heads into, and then all of a sudden, we have a rabies epidemic on our hand. Tell us what happened, Paul.
1: Well, there was a, a... It was about two weeks ago or so, there was a bat found outside of an elementary school, which is... You know, not typical. And that bat, w- that said bat, was uh, diagnosed with rabies. It was tested in Austin. And it was diagnosed. It, has, it was diagnosed, diagnosed with <laughs> Whatever. rabies. Whatever, it has rabies. All right, <laughs> we, we're gonna know. set up a fund for the bat right now. <laughs> 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 go, go <laughs> fund me. Go <laughs> fund <he was> <laughs> <laughs> Save the bats. Anyway, the bat's no longer with us. But the, there's tons of speculation that there is a colony of bats near middle, through an elementary school that has rabies. So they've got all kinds of signs up. Beware. of this, that, all the different things that you need to do um, in case you come in contact with one and to watch your pets and things of that nature. So um, they haven't given much updates in about a week or so. So that uh, I, I really don't have too much else to say on that, but there are a uh, supposed colony of bats out there. So maybe maybe the mountain lion can help us out and go over there and take care of those bats for us.
0: We are going to be uh, like the next Brady Kale, and we're just going to start a, a fund here. A foundation for our bats for our bats uh to cure them of rabies because uh bat lives matter uh we want to we want to make sure that 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 that's out there we want to make sure that those bats are uh well taken care of and their rabies bats have rabies folks stay away from bats yeah, I, just,
1: just stay away from bats, especially during the day because they only come out at night yeah you know, and the rabies apparently discombobulates them yeah and it makes them come out during the day so if you see one during the day it's it, yeah, it's not good. Wow, Paul, it's with a bunch good. of scientific knowledge. I <laughs> am that so, scientific breakdown. So, if anybody was ever and it's wondering, not Bruce Wayne, folks, it's not Bruce Wayne. If anybody was ever wondering
2: about rabie bats and when they're active, they're active <laughs> during the day, apparently. Yes, so. um, they
0: are. When I was stationed at Fort Lewis, I'm sorry, Fort Lee, Virginia, we had a massive bat problem there, and every night when the sun came down, they came storming out of the chimneys. Nice. And they would just be f- flying around, circling around. I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not scared of a bat, like it's a bat, but when it's more than one bat, right, it's kind of creepy. I don't want anything to do with said bats. Well,
2: <laughs> also to like kind of go along with the mountain lion thing, Frisco isn't an area where like I would picture a whole lot of bat caves being and like bat habitats being like Virginia is kind of a place where like has a lot of mountains, yeah, has Lurie a lot of hills. Caverns, like right. the
1: biggest cavern in the world. Right, you see a
2: bunch of bats being there, but like if you're like, oh, there's a major bat problem in Frisco, it's like. What? What? Like it's yeah. so random to have it in Frisco.
0: It, for again, for those who are not uh, familiar with the Frisco layout, how 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 uh, rich that city is. Let, let's let's say that the uh, the new Dallas Cowboys training facility is yeah. was built in Frisco. One point two billion dollars. One point two billion dollars training facility was just built and opened in uh, Frisco. To to have a bat problem there seems a little weird, but. Stranger things have happened. Yeah, we got mountain lions running through town. So, yeah. <laughs> whatever. So let's uh, let's get a little back, a little bit back into sports here. Uh, college football is upon us. We are going into the third week now, and I looked at the schedule. There's some nice games across the board this weekend, but the biggest one is Oklahoma, Ohio State in Norman. It's going to be a big one. If I asked you. What do you think the spread is on that game? Without looking at your phone, what would you think it was, Cody?
1: Probably a cream cheese spread. I
0: like Ah, cream
2: cheese spread. (laughs) Well, I would assume Ohio State would be the favorite. Mm -hmm. would be my guess. Um, I would say it's a little less because they're in Norman. Okay. I'm going to go Ohio State by six and a half.
0: You're high. What do you think, The Really? Like, wow. Sweet. So I got one through five. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go three. No, the spread is one and a half points. Wow. That is a close game, folks. Okay, and
2: I, I want to say this. I am not a gambling guru. I'm not a sports uh, gambling prediction machine type person. But if I had to tell somebody where to put their money this week, it would be on Ohio State by one and a half points. Ohio State by
0: one and a half points? Because
2: Oklahoma did not look good versus Houston just a few weeks ago. Did not look
0: good. Did they show up? They didn't. I think they
1: they stopped off here and hung out with the the Bats before they went to the show. Yeah, something. Maybe they all
0: had rabies. I don't know. (laughs) 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 That game was not as close as the score indicated, uh, the final score indicated, and it wasn't even that close. Um, So oklahoma versus ohio state this weekend one and a half point spread it's it's gonna be a fun one i think i I think it's the biggest i'm pretty sure it's the biggest game on the schedule and uh i'm gonna be definitely tuned in and interested in watching it uh our boy sam sam you guys have you guys don't know sam yet sam is a he's kind of our do-it-all guy right now he's uh picking up a little bit of everything he's taking over coins for me but uh
1: (laughs) Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. <laughs> he is an Oklahoma resident and he's gonna be going up to oh, I'm sorry, he's from Oklahoma, he lives here now, but uh he's gonna be going up to the game. And then of course the other side of that is Matt Bible went to o, uh, OSU. Yes, he did. And will not let you forget it. No, he So won't. we're gonna we have a little bit of an office rivalry in the in here here this weekend. Uh maybe we can get him to Make a bed or something like that. Something embarrassing for them that we can publicize. That would be sweet. Yes, that would be awesome. Be we need to go talk to them about yeah, it. Yeah, we're going to make that happen. And see what happens. And then oh, uh, Thursday Night Football tonight, uh, kind of a sleeper, I think. Bill's Bills, Jets. But uh, for fantasy football purposes and for uh, just that, it's it's – it's football. Yep. Who Everybody's got? got somebody playing. Yeah. Who do you got, Paul? Who do you got tonight?
1: Yeah. Uh oh, tonight. Uh it's got to be the Jets. I think so. I think it's the it's Jets. Gonna the Jets. Cody's
0: going to be the contrarian here.
1: Yeah. I think the. I think Marshall will get on the on the board tonight. So All right. He was shut out last
0: week, but I think he'll get on the board. tonight. I hope so. Oh, for for our our DraftKings purposes. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he gets on the board, and then. Uh, you a Bills fan, or are you uh, sticking with the Mountain
2: Lions tonight? I don't. I honestly don't know. I'm not even sure if the, I. I was just checking the schedule to see if the Rangers were playing. They're not, <laughs> so I guess I'm gonna be watching that game. Ah. Uh. I guess since y'all went Jets, I'll go Bills. Okay. Why? Not? Why not? All right. Uh, okay. Re, Rex against his former team. Maybe he'll drop something to, like, actually do some coaching. It's a rarity for him.
1: But I was gonna say that's like an eBay one of one. Right? Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, let, let me ask you this: Does Rex make it through the season without getting fired? What do you think?
1: I mean, I don't know. I mean, they're starting out good, zero and one. Yeah, so <laughs> it's hard to say. I don't know. Uh, I, don't I
0: know, would man. say eight and eight, eight, will, and
2: save eight? eight, and eight will save his job. Five hundred will save his job. That's what I'm. That's what I'm guessing. All
0: right, we'll see what I'm happens. He'll probably be fired first. by week four. <laughs> I will say this.
2: I'm going to insert this in real quick. I saw an article on Facebook last night. Um, most, uh, most unlike <laughs> We just got mooned <laughs> we by We just by, uh, uh, outside, of our, outside of our radio studios. Um, We've got to okay. get that guy on. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you all this and see if you all can guess it. NFL coach, by Vegas odds, Vegas is actually running odds on this, coach that is most likely to be fired this season, whether it's during the season, during after the, se- the season, the first NFL coach to lose his job.
0: Mm, that's a tough question. Because there's so many candidates. Uh. There are, unfortunately. <laughs>
2: the answer actually surprised me because this guy just recently did sign a contract. Did he really? Uh, but, no, yeah.
1: I would think. I mean, somebody's tell Jeff Fisher to go home. Jeff Fisher. it. Jeff Fisher. Yeah.
2: And the odds are two to one. Wow. wow. Two to one odds. So Vegas feeling very confident that Fisher is...
1: Did you watch is not Isn't game? gonna have
2: his his job. I I did. The most exciting. Uh,
1: I mean, that was like watching. Most
2: exciting play was the the guy that ran out on the field. That was which, great. Which, that which was by great. the way, a 16-year-old kid, sixteen year old 16 kid. Sixteen year sixteen year old kid. Yeah, and he wrote his phone number on his chest. <laughs> so like, there's like all these pictures going around Twitter now. Where, like, <laughs> <people> <laughs> <Back are> all, <laughs> wait 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 me. wait you, you,
1: That was bad for you to bring that up. Right. Okay. That guy's probably not single. <laughs> Right. And You are still single, so well, maybe he, now you have an idea. Okay, job. so here's fun. That's here's how you a, get fun a million thing. people to give you a call.
2: He is still single, and his buddies were like giving him a hard time because there was like eight. There were eight people at this game or something like that. However eight many people. NFL game. Yeah, there was eight people at the whole game. <laughs> Did you watch I don't, the game? <laughs> I don't know the I don't know the exact number. Basically, his friends dared him to do it. Okay. To see how many numbers he could end up getting. Okay. Because uh, he is single and. I don't know an update, but he's like mentioned on his Twitter page that he's just getting like hundreds and hundreds of calls like every day now.
0: Mike so. Jones, back then they didn't know me. Now I'm hot. They all on me, right? Mike Jones, oh. Mike Jones. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little uh, Texas hip hop for you guys. Who? <laughs> Paul is still looking at us yep. dumbly. We so. always
2: make that Matt Jones reference. Yeah, that, that never Matt Jones in the office. <laughs>
0: Speaking so. of Matt Jones, we got a trade offer this morning for Matt Jones. Paul, let's do it. I don't, wanna- don't care who it's for. <laughs> <player. laughs> Sorry, I
1: love my Redskins, but man.
0: All right, well, you and I are going to jump off here and go look at our fantasy fantasy team and see what we need to do. Before we do that, though, I want to mention that this weekend here at Beckett, we have uh, kind of a big thing going on, uh, at least company-wise. We're going to have a bunch of uh, Marketplace dealers in the house, and uh, the idea is for them to come and sit down, and we're just going to talk about Marketplace and how we can make it better and yeah, man. Uh, you know, the future of it and everything like that our hopes and i if we can make it happen it would be awesome but our hopes is to have a special podcast this weekend with uh with some of those guys yeah a couple of them yeah and uh i'm gonna say this quietly so i don't like jinx whatever 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 form of luck you may believe in i'm not a luck guy but i'm just gonna say this
1: (laughs) i I, I wouldn't draft him in any of my leagues you know
0: um whatever whatever you want to call it uh Dr. Jim Beckett's going to be in the house, and we're going to try to get him on. we got our we got our fingers crossed. We're going to tie Cody in a knot. We're going to do whatever it <laughs> <we're gonna> takes. <laughs> maybe if we got some IPAs. Maybe, <laughs> maybe some know. IPAs might help. <laughs> might help. But uh, Dr. Jim Beckett is going to be uh, on-premises this weekend, and depending on how things go, we're going to try to get him on, even if it's for five minutes. I, just, I think that it would be important for him to, if we could get some of his time, just to, for you guys, our listeners, to hear what his thoughts are. We, we can't promise it, but we're going to try. We're going to give it a whirl. Yeah. So uh, we're going to go back and look at our Fantasy League, get that all set up. And uh, Cody's going to go sell some ads. That's right. You going to sell any ads today?
2: I am. All right. I am all over the place. We have a new uh, Pop Funko up, online <laughs> price guide coming out. So that's what I'm working on today.
0: That, that's coming out soon. Uh, Matt Bible is going to be on the show next week to come and talk about All things non sports, uh, that pop Funko price guide is one of them. Star Trek, not Star Wars, uh, (laughs) price guide is going to be going live very soon as well. Because who would make that mistake? Uh, it was me, I did it,
1: (laughs) I did it. The force was with you in the wrong way, yeah. The
0: wrong force was with me on that one. So, we're gonna, uh, he's gonna go do that. We're gonna get Matt prepped for next week, and uh, until then, guys, just keep listening, cue the Drake.